Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, 609 on a Thursday morning, 69 degrees in the capital city. And welcome in to LNK Today with Jack and Friends, May 19th, twenty. 22 on our way to a high in the 90s today and oh boy do we have a a good show for you today it is a big thursday for us in part because it is round three of season two of generation collaboration where everyone in the entire city who's not a millennial is cheering against the millennials. <laughs> the enti- we've all unified arm in arm, Zs, Xs, boomers, the greatest generation. Everyone is unified together cheering for someone to beat those pesky millennials in generation collaboration. Today, it may happen. I feel like this is the way it's always been, though. Oh, this Everyone is just what you're used to. Okay, well, uh, today we got uh, baseball tickets to give away for the Nebraska-Michigan State Series. We also have Big Ten baseball tournament tickets to give away. So we can, we'll have uh, potentially multiple winners today in Generation Collaboration. So be listening at 710. It's just generational trivia. You partner up with one of the uh, one of the hosts of the show that matches your generation, and you go for it, and you represent. So that's coming up at 710 this morning. We'll count is down. It, is it three out of five for the boomers today? You. Why are we moving the goalposts? It, no, we're not, it's still the same rules, I believe. I don't believe we've... We've changed it, although I, I I understand your point that the millennial questions are baby questions, and that is an issue we're going to have to look into before season yeah, they three. And, and they don't have as much to remember. They haven't lived as much. Well, they then maybe have... the Zs should come in and take it from them. That'd be fine with me, too. Yeah, they... Zs, are, Zs are welcome. They need to have chanting. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll get my son on speed dial, and he can be your assistant if they need somebody, uh, if the Z's need someone. So uh, we got that at 710. We're going to count down the five things people are talking about today in your morning drive, brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management. Grow Lincoln team. Robin and Dave will join us. And then Greg Sharp, uh, who's going to be calling a, a very important baseball game tonight for Nebraska oh. baseball that you can hear on KLIN. Very important series. Starting. A very important series. And, and you heard uh, John Bishop on the show yesterday who had crunched all the numbers and he said he, he thinks if nebraska sweeps michigan state he thinks there's a, a better there's a more likely than not chance that they still get into the tournament just because there are so many paths where mm-hmm. they could get in it's not a guarantee but it puts them in a still a pretty decent position after all that's happened during this season and they start the whole thing tonight they start, it's a thursday night start on the series they always do this at the end of the year after school is done so well and and you have the big ted tournament starting this next wednesday yeah. so it gives you an extra day of rest as opposed to running the series through sunday yes So there you go. Got that. If I sound especially confident today on the air, just kind of an air of victory around me, which will come in handy at 710 with Generation Collaboration. Mark, do you see what I'm wearing today? You see what I'm wearing today? You know what this is? No. It's a a gold medal. It's a gold medal. Uh, Caleb brought all his track medals. (laughs) You you said if I could find them, and I went and I dug through a closet to the box at the very, very back. Oh, wow. So he's brought brought all these. I'm I'm trying to make noises with them in the mic. He brought all these gold medals for all his victories. These are all the victories in the discus. Um, So he's got one for every year that he was in high school. But I picked the big one 
the big gold one because that is the uh, it looks cool. The all class, and it's the all class. And then he had a silver, and I have no need for silver, so I just <laughs> yeah, gave that one. Put. I gave him back to that one. I don't need second place finishes. I'm not so, interested. So you're, in that. Um, so I'm. Uh, yes, I feel very. I feel different today when I have this on. You're, you're absorbing some of the the winning. Yeah, some yeah. of the great. I'm seeing what this thing has left in it from 2008, and trying to just let it sort of by osmosis filter into. Just my, be careful if it's my, if it's gold. He'll probably try to meld it down, Caleb. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so there you go. That's uh, that's what's going on melt, this morning. Melt down that, and you might get a half a tank of gas. That's true. That, up another two cents, by the way, in yes. Lincoln this morning. You know what I did yesterday? I don't know what the point of this was. But I was like, okay, because I was near empty, right? I <laughs> You're drop, always near empty. Dropping my, dropping my daughter off at her dance class, and uh, I went over to the gas station, and I saw the price, and I was like, oh, God, come on. I just put, I put like seven gallons in. Why? I don't know. I, I, like, I don't know what my theory was, but I guess I was like, well, I think we're maybe at the peak of it right now, and so <laughs> just fill it. Maybe up. four days later, but I mean, let's say it goes down five cents four days later when I need to fill the whole thing in. Are you playing the stock market with gas Am- prices? <laughs> with sell, <laughs> <laughs> and so because all you're doing is buying high right now. And I, I, I got there, and I just I was like, oh man, okay, I'm just going up to this limit. I'm not going any further. I'm just taking what I can use for a few days now. But the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, well, let's say, unlikely, but let's say it goes five cents, down five cents by Monday the next time I need to fill up. That's less than a dollar, you say. <laughs> I know. <it's, laughs> that's that's the thing. We calculate. It is interesting because I'm not minimizing the fact that when gas prices are high like this, it goes up, it adds up, and it impacts people. But the dumb things we do, like trying to save 80 cents at the gas pump, is different than it it seems more important than trying to save it like anywhere else in life. <laughs> yeah. You ever notice that? Yes. <laughs> I mean Well that that's why anytime the, the, the little fuel saver stuff and it's yes. like all right, well if I spend twenty bucks right. I will get two cents off a gallon. Right. Which is not so, gonna add up to so a So if you fill up twenty <laughs> gallons, if you had a big yep. gas tank, you're saving forty cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then I'm and then and then five minutes later I'm getting my burrito and paying the two fifty for the extra guac and it's all it's all washed away right after that. Two fifty for guac? I don't know what it, I actually never get the guac. I never get the guac. It is it is a, a, a extra, but I will make decisions like that through the day, or I'll do or I'll do something like yeah, you know I'm I'm driving around and I could really you, you know I love my diet Mountain Dew. And I'm driving around. I'll be home in 15 minutes, and I could just grab one out of the fridge. But mm, boy, mm. those convenience store Fountain Diet Mountain Dews, those are so good. <laughs> and so there, so I'll buy that. And be, but but at the gas pump, at the gas pump, it's like whoa, 37 more cents. What do you think I am made of money? <laughs> Yet I'll make 20 other decisions during the day where I do not scrutinize it mm-hmm. like that. But nonetheless, but, yes, I'm 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 playing the the stock market gas roller coaster with the way. <laughs> we'll see if it pays off. We will see a precipitous it, it, drop by Monday. It's more like you're day trading rather than playing the stock market. You're just day trading. <laughs> I got yeah, my Robinhood yeah. app. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Buying GameStop like crazy to the yeah, moon. Right. That's that's basically it. yeah. That's it. So anyway. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was. Well, I was. I needed to get it at that moment. The other thing I thought was, well, I can go to the 
uh, go to the, you know, the Sam's or the Costco and, and eventually save whatever that is, 15 cents, 10 cents a gallon. Probably. Maybe. So but you, the, the thing there is when you pull in, nine times out of 10, you're going to burn the gas, uh, more gas <laughs> waiting in lines right. unless you just shut your vehicle off. Yeah. So let's say I do say, so let's say my vehicle automatically does that. A lot of them do. Yeah. They, they what? The auto shut off. So like I'll pull up to a red light and it'll kill the engine. I always hear cars doing that. That's yep. no, I, it's it's to save fuel. I don't believe that saves fuel. Well, of course it does. No, I think starting up uses whatever fuel you are saving, the no. energy and fuel. Not that when it I'm takes sitting at a red light for ten minutes. Wait, so it does. I hear this all the time, and I've been fascinated with it. So, like the moment you press the gas, does it start up again? No, when when went, you let go of the brake. You just have to let up on the brake just a little bit, and it'll restart. Mm -hmm. When does it know to stop? When you come to a complete stop? Yeah. So if you're just like, like if you're just like at a... It won't do it if you pull up to like a stop sign. How does it know? I don't don't want my car doing that. Well, here's the the super fun thing. If you did have a vehicle that was equipped with that, you can turn that function off. Yeah, I think I would. Turn it off and turn your lights on. No. (laughs) I just, I, I don't need all this automation, okay? I'm fine. I'm just the guy who has Alexa <laughs> do his grocery list. Not in my car, though. Not in my you car. You darned kids and their I don't need, I can use my, I've got a hand. I can turn on the lights. I, I don't need the car to start up. And I think I just have a phobia that it wouldn't start or something if that, if that was a So thing. glad you just made a super argument against the clapper. <laughs> I've got a hand. I can turn on the lights. <laughs> the original Alexa. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm trying to figure this out. Okay, so oh my gosh. Okay, so like Sam, I'm looking at gas, buddy. Uh, so you know, average around four fifteen right now. There's a few that are under it. You can get just over four at uh, at your Sam's Club and at your Costco right now. Uh, but otherwise, you're you know maybe four oh nine, but probably more like four fifteen. So you're saving. So if you do out do the math on that, let's say you're saving fifteen fifteen cents in a twenty gallon twenty gallon gas tank, which you're is saving three dollars more than I have. It's uh, yeah, three bucks. That's what they said. Okay, three bucks. Yeah, three bucks per fill up. All right. Now when you got a big tank and you only get the twenty gallon discount, you know, with your points. You you just go for the you just oh uh, yeah because they cut it off for you big tankers don't they yep they don't want you saving too much money that's right with those so. fuel points all right what else is going on this morning Mark now that we finished my gas accounting situation were you, were you at your uh, palatial vacation uh, south uh, home uh, recently you know we uh, got a big big uh, trip planned for the three day weekend okay. after school gets out obviously there's not many because better because there was to be. a. Pick five sold at uh, one of the stations in Beatrice Monday. Okay, eighty thousand. Okay, it'll be good yeah. for the economy down there. That's I, nice. I thought, well, we don't know where the winners from. That's true. But well, I thought maybe if you'd been down there, you'd pick no, up. No, I, I hadn't. And and again, I've told you this before. I bought a Powerball ticket the night Lincoln had the grand jackpot, and I think that was my shot. I think that was my shot. I can't imagine I'll ever get any closer. So I've never purchased one again in my life at this okay. point. Also, also, it's the least fun way to gamble. <laughs> I would just I would just have to say it takes a long time. 
There's not anything to sort of get. I mean, I guess you can watch the draw, but uh, if you're just, it just pops up on the evening news. I mean, it's just not. I mean, I'll admit it. There are some forms of gambling that can be fun, but uh, I don't know. For me, uh, uh, it's it's not not the most fun. Right. So anyway, that's not a problem for Whatever me. But saying. anyway, congratulations, though. Again, I hope they're reinvesting it in the uh, the tourism economy there in Beatrice. Right. Maybe right. get a new maybe the uh, the taxes that come along with that to the county. Maybe a new resort or something for me and my vacationers to be able to use. It'd be nice. A beach club, perhaps. Maybe they can rename the street in front of your place. That'd be good. Jack Mitchell Way. Yeah, that'd be good. I don't know why they would do that because someone else won the lottery, but that'd be all right. Well, in honor of. Well, never mind. <laughs> Jack Mitchell Memorial Highway. Yeah, no, that okay. too. Why we? Why, no, not memorial. I don't. I mean, later we can do that. That's fine. But I don't. I just feel I'd feel creepy uh, doing that. Welcome to my memorial highway. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, what else do we have going on today, uh, Mark? Other um, than Beatrice Lottery? Winners? Not. Not really a lot. It's kind, right. kind of quiet. We had the uh, peace officers uh, memorial uh, event yesterday. This is National Police Week, uh, so remembering the those that have. Uh, Given the ultimate sacrifice, mm-hmm. uh, that was held yesterday. Madonna having a, a opening of their new wing, the construction pretty well completed. That's, That's quite today. the facility. Yep. Madonna is quite the we're, we're fortunate to have that in Lincoln. Yep. And yeah. the uh, Diagnostic and Training Center, a regional one, they had an open house yesterday. They've uh, combined the uh, Diagnostic Center and the uh, Medical Center out there and uh, made a big splash there with their new um, facility all right got that uh and uh, state high school spring sports winding down i i took in some state track yesterday after caleb inspired me and <laughs> that was a whole lot of fun so uh, i'm gonna do a little bit more of of that today and uh my lincoln east spartans advanced in the state baseball tournament two wins away today from bringing lincoln its first class a state baseball title during my entire lifetime since spring 1977 so be nice if they could do it. So, shout out to the blue and white today. And what do you call a bear with no teeth? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. A gummy bear. Six twenty-three. It's LNK today with Jack and friends on KLIN. Waking up the capital city with the help of Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is fourteen hundred and ninety-nine-three KLIN. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Sure. 
A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. And uh, one quick heads up before we get into the Sound Off tomorrow. Request line Friday in honor of so many graduations being nigh or perhaps even already happening in our area. We are taking you back to your graduation year so we would like you to request a song from your graduation year so this i'm telling you early because this might take a little research you may need to do some googling um maybe you know it in your head something that right away you hear it takes you back to to that year or graduation itself um but yeah shout out the song the year and and the high school we'll do high school graduate and it's high school graduation so Mm -hmm. um so shout out the the song of the year and and the high school. Looking forward to seeing the variety that we get tomorrow. I have got mine for once. I've got mine picked already. I'm ready to go with my. You sure, you're not going to wait till seven oh five with my hit from uh, May 1996. I guess it was actually Ju- we graduated in June, June 1996. Ooh. Yeah, we had the crazy schedule then when we went past Memorial Day. So. Yes, I uh, I will be ready to go, and hopefully you will, too. Text them into the Rickstein Recognition text line. I would say go ahead and text them now, okay? I would I would say go ahead and text them now to make sure that we give the your song the time it deserves because as it gets later in the show, we get more and more, and last week we had to play about 30 songs in eight minutes at the end of the show. So just a little bit of a heads up there for that uh all right and then the other thing is we still have the stillionaire deal going on for a few more days at klin.com uh we'll be giving away five thousand dollars to someone and we want to know who wants to be a stillionaire so uh klin.com you can get it's just a sweepstakes you can register there and don't forget stop into the still for all your beverage needs they're going to be holding a free french wine tasting today tonight from five to eight Got a French wine sale going on as well. And also, if you're more of a vodka person, if you tell them that you'd like to get the radio deal, they're going to hook you up with a handle of Tito's Vodka for $25.99 plus tax. And uh, very nice people that do a great job there at the still. If you have any questions or you know you don't know what to get or you're looking for something good, uh, they will point you in the right direction. And uh, very, very good place. We love the still. All right. Uh, sound off time. Shall we get started? With that today, uh, let's start uh, with, you know what, let's, we, we started with this on the show today, let's start with gas prices, and, and instead of just kind of talking about, again, what we've done several times, talking about the the averages, where they are nationwide, we, I think we kind of have an idea about that right now, but what's, what's happening, uh, what's being done about this in Washington, D.C., and, well, you can probably kind of guess what that conversation is going like, but just in case you can't, here you go. On Capitol Hill, Republicans are revolting amid news the U.S. will ease some economic sanctions against Venezuela, an early first step towards potentially allowing oil exports from the socialist country. A group of Senate Republicans pleaded with the White House to allow more domestic oil production to ease rising prices. The White House insists it is working to bring prices down, but it says the problem still rests with Russia. But Rising prices extend well beyond the gas pump. Now two of America's wealthiest people say Washington's to blame. Billionaires Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are both criticizing the president's fiscal policies. All right. <laughs> so, so sounds like we're getting it all fixed. All right, good. Sounds sounds great. Wonderful. Um, let's. Uh, oh, the, and speaking of the president, before he goes off in this, uh, he's going on an Asia trip. 
uh, he is going to sit down with the heads of state of Sweden and Finland, who are now uh, interested for the first time in being a part of NATO. Before he departs on his Far East trip at noon Washington time, President Biden will welcome two foreign heads of state to the White House. Finland's President Sauli Ninisto and Sweden's Prime Minister Magdalena Andersson will discuss European security in the face of new Russian aggression and the invasion of Ukraine. Both countries have applied for membership in NATO, which would give them a guarantee of protection. Turkey's President Erdogan opposes their applications, but President Biden believes the other NATO members will be able to overcome those objections. In Washington, Jack Callahan, Fox News. Do you know the Prime Minister of uh, of Finland is 34 years old? All right. 30, she, yeah, 34 years old. I've uh, been doing this since uh, since 2019. So mm. it, it, it's, that's, that's interesting. Um, and I wonder, is she the... And we just keep electing people older and older. That's that's true. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that's true. Sana Marin, yeah, born in uh, nineteen, or, uh, yeah, born in nineteen eighty five. <laughs> All right, interesting. Um, Wait a minute, did you say she's thirty four? And did I do that wrong? Did I do the math wrong? Yeah, nineteen eighty, born sixteen November nineteen eighty five. Okay, ninety five oh five. So she'd be thirty six right now. Okay, she took office at that year. I think that's what it was. Okay, I, I was like, age. I'm I'm not the best at math. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, and in Ukraine, they've started the first war crimes proceeding against a Russian soldier. Oh, who appeared for his plea. And basically said, I did it. I did it. Ukrainians claim that Russians have committed thousands of war crimes since the invasion began. But in a Ukrainian courtroom, a 21-year-old Russian tank commander admitted that he shot a 62-year-old man on a bicycle in the head. That uh, tank commander's name is Sergeant Vadim Shishimarin. He says that he and fellow soldiers abandoned their tank, stole a car, and they were trying to escape when they came upon a man on the bicycle. Shishimarin says he was ordered to shoot the man to prevent him from reporting their location. Hmm. All right, so came from the top down, but uh, he did say he, he did what he's being accused of there in terms of the facts, at least. Uh, other things going on. They're still counting votes in Pennsylvania, Caleb. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't have this. Oh, yeah. So they're, And it looks like they not, may not be done for, for a little while yet in terms of that Senate Republican primary in Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania primary GOP Senate race likely headed for a recount. 98% of the expected vote is in. And, of course, Pennsylvania requires a mandatory recount if the winning margin is half a percent. Former President Trump already celebrating, predicting a win for Oz and touting his other indoor seas, writing on his platform, Truth Social, quote, a big night for Trump-endorsed candidates last night. Dr. Oz looks to have won. It's called a come-from-behind victory. Big victory for Ted Budd, Doug Mastriano, all of Arkansas, etc. Big races next week. All eyes now shifting their gaze to the Peach State as next Tuesday's primary rapidly approaches. Yeah, there. That's a gubernatorial one there, where where Trump was uh, taking taking shots at Ricketts for for his endorsement there of uh, or his association with with Brian Kemp. But now in that Pennsylvania race, now, I mean, that's a politics aside. It's a uh, 
assuming Dr. Oz wins the thing, which sounds like he's he's a little bit ahead of there, but he's going to be taking on that lieutenant government, that Fetterman guy, huge dude. He's the one who just had a stroke. Yeah. And he kind of made the the media rounds nationally during the 2020 election because Pennsylvania was a a swing state, but yeah, he is um he's going to be doing that, but huge dude. Huge dude. Um looks like a wrestler. Uh all right, what else we have going on today? Let's do this one here. Oh yeah. Did you hear about <laughs> Now, I'm not fear-mongering here. <laughs> you hear about the monkeypox issue? Excuse me, what? The monkeypox. I'm not... I have not. It's, it's a thing. Uh, it's, a, it's a disease, and apparently it's arrived in the United States. The Massachusetts Department of Public Health says the patient infected with the monkeypox virus is an adult male who recently traveled to Canada. The department adding it's working with the CDC and other health officials to identify anyone who may have been in contact with the patient. Cases have also been confirmed in Britain and Portugal. Monkeypox is a rare but potentially deadly illness that causes fever, chills, a rash, and lesions on the face or body. Most infections last two to four weeks. Unlike the highly contagious coronavirus, monkeypox is typically limited to Africa and doesn't spread easily between people. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. Oh, man, I pulled up some pictures. I'm not going to do that. It just doesn't sound great. First discovered in 1958 when two outbreaks of a pox-like disease occurred in colonies of monkeys kept for research. That's the name. First human case of it recorded in 1970 in Congo during a period of intensified effort to eliminate smallpox. Um, since it's most since then, it's mostly been reported in humans and other Central and uh, Western African countries as well. So, yeah, uh, lesion progress within one to three days of the appearance of fear, a patient develops a rash, uh, rash often beginning on the face, then spreading to other parts of the body. And yeah, so anyway, like I said, not trying to to fear monger. Sounds like it's not especially overly contagious here but it is something that you don't typically see in the united states uh all right uh oh now lots of uh discussion we've had it on this show around the country about uh with fuel prices looking at ways to fuel your car that do Mm -hmm. not involve gasoline and of course electric cars or cars are having their their moment their their perhaps a little bit of a boom right now at the hybrid cars in the past. But what about even other options for fueling your cars? French automaker Renault is looking at hydrogen, just hydrogen to fuel cars. And they think that may be the future. Renault has been teasing what looks like a crossover for months, now unveiling the concept of the Change Now 2022 event in Paris that Motor One reports won't be another electric vehicle powered by hydrogen fuel cells. Rather, it'll use an internal combustion engine that'll be fed with hydrogen instead of conventional fossil fuels that the French automaker has called an unprecedented concept car that embodies the group's sustainable development, vision, and commitments. The Change Now event is the world's largest event for the planet. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Um, the, the reason I think hydrogen is of interest to, to people is because you can produce it anywhere. You've got electricity and water. But you, you, it's electrolysis and electric current splits hydrogen from oxygen. If the electricity comes from renewable sources, um, the hydrogen is considered to be renewable or or green because it's there are no co2 
emissions with that. So I, it's only, I mean, I, I, the, the, you've got to, the electrolysis technology has got to be very good to be able to do this as a feasible, cost-effective way of, of doing this. But, you know, fuel cell electric vehicles are, are obviously uh, popular at this point. Um, but the 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 fuel cell electric vehicles they store energy in the tanks primarily with hydrogen instead of like battery packs and so you got you got lighter hydrogen fuel storage so there's advantages that that come with that as well so i don't know maybe uh maybe in the, you know an episode of the next episode of uh, back to the future the next next sequel we're going to the hydrogen the hydrogen gas station okay Right. And then the hydrogen gas tank, I'm sure, is asking us if we want a receipt, if we want a car wash, if we want to use our membership card, if we're using a debit card, what our zip code is, if we want cash back. Um, are you filling up a bunch of balloons? You, any other, you know, what's your social security number? Uh, Mother's please, maiden name. Please get out your health insurance card. Those sorts of things. What year did you graduate high school? <laughs> What's your request for Request Slide Friday? <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice if we could get a partnership with you, Stop on that. Let people put in their requests through the gas pumps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you spell Leonard Skinner? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, a couple, couple other things here. You ever You ever wonder how much money... The A-list celebrities are making with those sponsored posts on social media, and and this is this is specific to Instagram, but it happens everywhere. Yeah, you, you ever wonder exactly how profitable it is for the people with the very largest followings on social media? It's probably more than you think. I, I've I've seen some of it for because they they had a thing on Good Morning America. This probably would have been a month ago, but on the. The top earning TikTok yeah, people. Well, yes. It's insane. It really is. Take a listen to this. This one's about Instagram. Hopper HQ estimates soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo makes over $1.6 million per sponsored Instagram post, making him the highest paid celebrity influencer on the platform. The automated Instagram scheduler releasing its latest Instagram rich list. Ronaldo followed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who previously held the top spot. The wrestler-turned-actor estimated to make over $1,523,000 per sponsored post. And singer Ariana Grande with over $1.5 million. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Per post. Not a year. Not a month. Per post. Yes. Here's my... Here's this new energy drink that I like. Mm, I love having this after my workout. Here I am looking all swole. Add a few thousand hashtags on there. Click. $1.1 million. The Rock doesn't need that. He's got his his show about Young Rock. Oh, yeah. That's right. I love the... I Have love you the, watching it? I, I'm not watching it. I want to, but I love, I love the trailer. I've got my cookbook. Can you cook what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> Last but not least, uh, I'll be interested to th- see what you think of uh, this. NCAA announcing yesterday some changes to scholarship limits that could impact um, certain sports, p- 
potentially uh, pretty significantly yes. going forward. The NCAA Division One Council Wednesday announced it will waive the initial counter-scholarship limits for two years within Division One football. Teams had been limited to 25 initial counters or scholarship spots for incoming high school prospects and transfers. With the increase in popularity of the transfer portal, the council had previously announced in October that programs could go over the limit by up to seven scholarships for the next year. This latest move coming as the council also loosened restrictions for how conferences handle their football championship games, leading the Pac-12 to do away with divisions within their structure. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Here's the thing, though. You are still limited to your 85. The total number. The, the total number. This is per year? Yeah, this is per year. So what it was, let's say you had a bunch of people leave, and you were down to, let's say, 50 scholarship players. Okay. You could only, only sign. Only to the 25. Yeah, you could only fill up those 25. So you wouldn't be able to get your full Right. So this just allows you to always get to your full number. Exactly. If you have a mass departure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and that's the thing. With the transfer portal, you were finding some programs that were not able to fill back to their scholarship limit. Right. Like, you know, if a coach leaves, that yeah. that, that could certainly happen. Uh, or or, And how you like the Pac-12 going no divisions? I do. I, I, I hope the, the Big Ten comes not, up with, with, with something. They're because, not going to do that. They they're not doing that. Don't get your hopes up. They did legends and leaders for crying out loud. Anything is possible. I don't think they're doing it. For law, they take a while to make changes like that. Well, they're going to make a change by the time the college football playoff expands. Maybe. <laughs> I think it'll help Pac-12 in bowl games. Oh, uh, very much in, so. In that situation. All right, six four. We'll take a break. It's LNK today with Jack and friends. We'll hear from the Capital Humane Society next on KLIF. <laughs> It's our weekly spotlight of pets for you to adopt from the Capital Humane Society on LNK Today. That's right. Time to talk to your executive director of the Capital Humane Society, Matt Macharo. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing today? Good. How about yourself? Very good. Very good. Interested to hear about the pets that you're uh, featuring here this week. Yeah. So first off, we have LJ, and he's an approximately 11-year-old lab mix. And he's a neutered male, tan and white in color, and weighs about 65 pounds. He came to us because his previous family could no longer afford to care for him, so ended up here at no fault of his own. But for being 11, he's still a very happy, active guy, looking for a family where he can spend his retirement years. And he does enjoy the company of other dogs. So with proper introductions, he'd probably do well in a family that has some other dogs that maybe are... Uh, similar to his age, maybe a little younger than him, but he he's available for adoption right now. Okay. And then we have Uno. So Uno's <laughs> an approximately two-year-old domestic short, uh, domestic medium hair, so she's got a little bit longer coat, but she's a spade female, black and white in color. And she's a petite cat. She's only about six pounds, but mm. she came in as a lost cat. And when she came in, she actually had trauma to one of her eyes. And so because of that, our veterinary staff removed that eye. And so now she's living the one-eyed life and is adjusting well to that. But she's a shy cat, a little reserved. So probably the best home for her is going to be a low-traffic, calm home where she can uh, enjoy life and hang out in the sun and sunbathe in the windows. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sounds like a a great cat to invite into your home. Uh, Tell people how they can make adoptions if they'd like to. Yeah, so right now we're actually running an adoption promotion on dogs. So all dogs five months and older now through Sunday, adoption fees are reduced by 50%. License rabies fees uh, may apply, but the adoption center is open today, 1130 to 7, tomorrow, 1130 to 7, and Saturday and Sunday, 12 to 5. All right, very good. Let's get those pets adopted. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a good one. Yeah, Matt Mancharo from the Capital Humane Society. It's 7 o'clock, KLI and Lincoln. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. City. This is K Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, it is time. This is the Day of Reckoning, Generation Collaboration, Season 2, Episode 3. Boomers 0-4 so far this year. Gen X 1-1 right at 500. Caleb and the Millennials getting baby questions. They are 2-0. Gen Z yet to play. We are ready to go. Once again, here's how it works. You will get five questions. Uh, first of all, you have to tell us who your partner is generationally. Uh, X's will go with me. Boomers will go with Mark. Y's will go with Caleb. And uh, Z's, I, I I guess we'll go with Caleb. We'll see. Uh, but, or they can go on their own. Uh, if you get five questions about your generation right, you can pick what other generation you want your extra point question from. If you get all six, you win. You win your choice of those baseball tickets. And more importantly, you get a notch on the board for bragging rights for your generation. So let's see who we've got playing today. Jim, he was caller four, so he gets first shot at it today. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. All right. Uh, y, X, or Boomer? You and me, Jack. All right, good. I was hoping you would say that. Bring it. Bring it. Who's got Vale has a question today? Bill Cosby brought this animated character to TV in 1972. I got it. You got it? Yep. One, two, three. Fat Albert. Fat Albert. Yep. Uh, Prince. (laughs) Yeah. Prince stars as the kid in this 1984 film. Prince? Prince. Problem, Jack. <laughs> Prince stars as the kid. Well, what's in the, a 1984 film? What's is the it, film? It's, it's actually is the the movie. It's probably actually Pur- Purple Rain, the movie, right? That was a, there was a movie as well as the the song, I think. So that must be it. That, yeah, that's the only one that I can remember him even being in. Uh, Purple Rain. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. You're welcome. Baby questions here. Yeah, so you have to go bathe in the Minnetonka or whatever. There's yep. a, that's a scene in it. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Okay, number three. These popular 1970s toys were said to wobble, but they didn't fall down. What were they? What oh, was Weebelos. Yes. Uh, no, Weebelos are part oh. of the Boy Scouts. Yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I know this one. Oh, no. Uh, it wasn't that? It wasn't Weebelos? No, that's Boy Scouts. Oh, no. But I mean, oh. Uh, I don't know. It's a little before my time. I think I can picture them, but yeah, I can see it. Jim, we lost. They are. You were close. They're weebles. Oh God! That's a different question over here. Gets everything, and we weebles always wobble, but they won't fall down. He was right. He had it. (laughs) Oh my God! No, he did not have it. That's a different. I hung up. Listen, I did the I (sighs) weebles. Something entirely different. Okay. Uh, I think I get another shot of this because I think Chris Nolatha wants to, really wants to get a win on this. Hi, Chris. Hey, Jack. How you doing? Would you have gotten that one? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I knew when you said Weebles, I said, I'm almost not quite. 
All right. <laughs> let's remember that toy. One and two. Oh, Caleb's already going to mark the loss up there. Thanks for doing that immediately, Caleb. That's nice on our whiteboard. All right, Mark, go for it. We're getting uh, Number one, which Tool-themed single by Peter Gabriel topped the charts ah. in 1986? I know that. Sledgehammer. Go for it. Sledgehammer. Yep. yep. I want to yep. be me. All right. Which actor stars in The Man with Two Brains? Which actor Chris? stars in The Man with Two Brains? Chris? Oh, gosh. Oh, uh, this is my nightmare. And I don't have the text line open, which I know people text. I don't. I can't look oh, at the text. Yeah? It was, a, it was a comedy. The actor um, we're looking right, for. Right, right. We know. Yeah. Right. Man with like two a brains. Steve Martin thing was, or something? Uh, Martin. Oh, I don't know. Steve Martin. That's it. Steve Martin. Is it Steve Martin? Yes. It is? Okay. Listen. That was not... That was not cheating. I was not, you can okay. look at my screens. All right. Here's the baby question for this group. Good. We, what sport is Jerry Rice known for? <laughs> That's yours, Chris. <laughs> Football. Uh, number four. This TV detective wears all kinds of disguises. Uh, well, is it... Is it... Uh... <laughs> Is it the quantum leap? It's a guy? TV, a TV detective. TV detective who wears all kinds of disguises. <laughs> Is he I'm a detective? Yeah, I, I'm thinking of the movie. Nope, TV. Um, of of Fletch, but it's not this. That wasn't TV. That was a movie. And the quantum um, leap guy wore wore costumes, but he was like jumping into time. I don't know if that's what that's talking about. It's not like Columbo or something. Five that's seconds. What it is. Well, okay. There was one. Now there was one in the seventies. Three. That was no. The Two. guy with the the guy with the the bird on his shoulder. What's your final guess? Beretta. Beretta. Tony Beretta. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Here we go. Two more. Let's go. What do we got? One Come more. On. Beat him. Using a George Orwell reference, which company created the popular 1980s ad that promised 1984 won't be like 1984? That's, that's Apple. That's yeah. it. Yep, that's Apple. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, give, give, I, I think we should go why, Chris. Just clinch it. I'm better with those. Why? I, they're baby questions. Your call. I mean, it's your, your call. no, you're the contestant. You get the final call. Okay, well, we're going why, but I'm going on your suggestion. I thought you'd want to go with one of those baby millennials, but we'll go why. Yeah, no, ba- yeah, ba- yeah, baby questions. Yeah, go ahead. Who, uh, so give me a why, Mark. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. <laughs> Feels good. What mobile operating system was created and developed by Apple? Uh, well, that would be iOS, right? Yes. iOS. Generation about baby quest. We did it, Chris. Yes, we did. I guess we're, we're two. What are we, two and two? Uh, that puts us at two and two, yeah. Yep. Uh, we get back over 500 right. maybe still this morning. All right. All right, hang tight. Caleb's going to see if you want to go to a go to a baseball game from Olathe. I don't know if he can or not, but oh, big ten tournament. Got, me, got me a win with it. All right, Charlie is next. Morning, Charlie. Morning, Jack. All right, how do you, uh, how do you identify generationally? <laughs> What? That's funny. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, boomer. All right. Jeez. Boomer. Sorry. Mark, you can Mark can get on the board now too. Sorry, Charlie. All, All right. right, here we go. This best selling stone single was backed by Child of the Moon. 
What? Oh, Stones. That's what I said. I you said Stone single. Rolling Stones, you mean. This best-selling Stones single was backed by Child of the Moon. So like the B-side is what they're saying, I think. Oof. Not to help too much, but... Wow. Thanks Thanks for the tough one right off the bat. Yeah. I, I just did, randomly did grabbed these. Did Rolling I didn't Stone pick... song? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a, I have, they don't have that no. Much. Mark doesn't know the music ones. No. I'm, I'm going to say uh, you can't always get what you want. Well, you definitely can't. Oh, was it I can't get no satisfaction? No, it was not. Wild Horses? I'm just going to throw that back oh, into the oh, pile. Okay. All right. Sounds wow. good. Wow. Okay. Sorry, Charlie. Oh, sorry. Wow. One and done. Boomers moved to 0 and 5. Uh, all right. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up. I think I think got another X here again. I think Brett wants... Brett, we're, it's a redemption tour for the X's today. Hi, Brett. Hey, Jack. How's it going? All right. We're, I mean, we got one with Chris. He lost before. I've lost yeah. before with you. I think this is the day. Hit us up, Mark. All right. Let's do it. 1984's yes. A Nightmare on Elm Street gave us what classic villain... Freddy Krueger. Correct. Yep. This crime drama star is uh, Tom Selleck. Oh, Magnum, Magnum P.I. P.I. Yep. Run, or Blue Bloods, but that would not know. be our generation. Run DMC saying about these trendy shoes. Adidas. There we go. Walter Mondale was vice president for which U.S. president? Uh, let's see. Mondale would have been... Was it, was oh, it Carter? Gosh. Well, probably was Carter, right? The only Democrat. Yeah, yeah I think that's right. Yeah, Carter. Yeah. And uh, number five, Love Shack was a hit signal for this wacky new wave group. <laughs> B-52s. B-52s. Boom! Talk about baby we're, we're going Y, right, Brett? You want Y? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely Y. Give me a Y. All right. Come on, Mark. Oh, we're about to go 500, over 500. Woo! What New England Patriots kicker yes! hit a game-winning 48-yard field goal to beat St. Louis Rams in Super Bowl Brett, 36? Brett, aren't you glad I'm your partner today? You're the sports guy. I, I don't know this, but I know you do. Adam Vinatieri. Let's go! This a book! Woo! Two, three, and two. Above 500. Brett, nice work. we finally did it. Hang tight, yeah. and uh, you can pick one of those prizes. All right. This is Jeez. great. We got, I'm, let's keep doing it. We got. We probably have time. We have one more. We have time for one more contestant, and it is. Uh, it is Jim. Uh, all right, Jim. Hi. Hello. All right, uh, Generation. You. All right. All right. Me again. What? If this happens, by the way, wow. Yeah, this is going to be a red letter day. Jeez, oh, these are so easy. <laughs> what sport did Katarina <laughs> Witt? Uh, Katarina Witt. Katarina Witt. Yeah, compete in uh, ice skating. Then she later posed, I believe, for Playboy too. Not that uh, I knew that, but yeah. Technically, you're wrong, but I'll give it to you. It's figure skating. It's uh, You know what I mean. Yeah. That counts. Number two. Uh, come on. Outgrowing his little nickname, this artist went on to release classic albums such as Talking Book, Inner Visions, and Songs in the Key of Life. Stevie Wonder. That's your final answer? Yes, it's Stevie yes. Wonder. Yeah. yeah. They this, called him Little Stevie Wonder at the beginning. Yeah, number Steve. three. This kid's drink had a Ghostbusters theme. Ah. You know that one? I do. Uh, High, I don't go ahead. Jack. It's it's high it's a uh, high C ecto cooler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. oh, I'm on a. I am feeling. Wearing this metal, Caleb. Wow, it's nice. Here, Jack. You're doing great. <laughs> Robin Williams had a breakout role in this TV show. Uh, oh, I know this one. Mor- Mork yeah. and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. Yep, Mork Jeez. and Mindy. <laughs> and this film popularized the phrase "nobody puts a baby in the corner." Ah, I know oh. that one. 
Go ahead. Dirty Dancing. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Gee, what what do you want a you want a boomer or a millennial question to to clinch it? Jim? Uh, you're getting away from the Wyatt, huh? Uh, I can do what I can do any of it. We we have to well we have to pick we have to pick one of another generation. We have, yeah, why why and millennial are the same thing? Well, okay, look, yeah, that then. That's All right, the millennial for you. Um, <laughs> what optical disc format was designed to supersede the DVD due to its ability ah. to store hours of high definition video? To soup to to go uh, say that in one more. It's li- is what it is it laser optical disc format was designed to supersede the DVD due to its ability to store hours of high definition video. It, are, are they referring to Jim Laserdisc or Blu-ray with that? I question? was thinking Blu-ray. Designed, I mean, yeah, too, but I was thinking Blu-ray I th- came I, to my mind first. Yeah, it could be more of a Laserdisc was kind of another thing. Blu-ray. Gen X today, along with Jim, Brett, and Chris, are just mowing down the competition. Jim, we did it. Great job. You win a prize. Thank you. Which is mainly just joy in your heart, but also a real prize, too. I don't know which one is left, but he gets it. What's left? What's he get? He gets a choice of two because Chris and Olathe just put it back <laughs> he just in. just wanted it. For, yeah. All right. Very good. All right. There you go. Four and two. K-L-I-N. I like the local news because it doesn't get into all these politics. Get today's top. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. News the Morning Drive. Presented by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, let's get it rolling. Uh, Counting them down, the five things you are going to be talking about today without any further ado. Let's start with... Number five. According to several reports yesterday, a Lincoln Southwest student was reported by their family after posting online threatening violence at the school. LPS notified parents after LPD was contacted Tuesday night about the post. And with the help from the family, police did an investigation to search and connect the student with appropriate support and care. That student did not attend school yesterday. I, I, I wanted to bring this up because I think this is a situation, you know, and I don't know if anything was going to happen or not. Um, but so many times when you do hear stories, when something terrible does happen like this, you see all the, these missed opportunities for for people to take some sort of action. And in this story, it sounds like every entity that was a part of this, from the family to LPD to the school to LPS, did the right thing in this situation. And with an abundance of care and did the right thing for this for this student too uh and whatever was happening there and um i just you know i i don't heightened awareness i'm I'm sure is is part of it given what's happened in the last several days but i just you know hats off this was this was the story this was the story of when this system of looking for these things goes right and people say something Including the actual the actual family, they should be given a, a, a huge amount of credit here. Um, and so I'm just thankful 
I, I'm I'm thankful that so many people did the right the right thing in this situation, and hopefully that that continues to happen. Yeah, you don't want to overreact. You don't want to. And and like I said, who knows? I mean, I don't know what I I don't know who it is. I don't know what was said exactly, uh, or or how serious that it was. But you don't you don't want to underreact in these situations when you've got that. And I think everybody did exactly what was appropriate here with this, from my understanding, from just reading and, reading the reports about it. So and, kudos to all involved. And from the reports that I read, it sounds like the agencies involved and the uh, support systems all had plans in place. They worked the plans once they found this out. Yeah. And it uh, was very methodical and, and complete. I just, you, you hear, I mean, yeah, you, you hear stories of where someone didn't didn't take that step so many times with these situations and in this case everyone did and and they were prepared and i think it sounds like they did it cool-headedly and so i uh, you know it's again lpd lps uh, parents family students who might have seen it and and said something instead of not said something um yeah uh, good job all around and 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 now most of all um you know you you, you think about the kid Let, i hope the 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 kid involved is is getting what he or she needs at this point and um is is able to be a productive too for for that family as well because it can't be how it can't be easy to be a family member and have to make that call and say hey my own child is uh, whoever did it, i assume it was parents but my own child is has said these things online and it's concerning to us it's got to be very difficult to do so um in the end a, a non-story and and that's a good thing so Number four. President Biden invoked the Defense Production Act to speed production of infant formula. He also authorized flights to import supplies from overseas as he faces mounting political pressure over the domestic shortage. Caused in part by the safety-related closure of the country's largest formula manufacturing plant. Now, the Defense Production Act order requires suppliers of formula manufacturers to fulfill orders from those companies before other customers. And he also authorized the Defense Department to use commercial aircraft to fly in supplies that meet federal standards from overseas. It's uh, being dubbed Operation Fly Formula. And you hear so many people who are familiar with this industry, though, say, well, part of the problem is not only that this plant is down, but it's that you've got these restrictions basically on labeling that don't particularly do do any good other than keeping some of the international product out right now. How much does that change in, in the aftermath of all of this? Now, you know, I don't know, but but I mean you you hear some people say, well that the the baby formula you can get overseas can actually be can actually be better. It's got doesn't have some of the ingredients that the one the ones here do and it's just a, a labeling issue. It's a red tape federal labeling thing. Right. And there's also uh, some reports uh, there was a congressman that uh, uncovered uh, that there had been huge shipments uh, because uh, the southern border, they do need supplies, they do need formula for incoming immigrants, but that they've been uh, stockpiling it there, and there's huge supplies in warehouses there. Mm -hmm. Well, if it's available and not being used, yeah, that would be something that you'd also want to look into. Um, But, you know, if there's a shortage everywhere, there's... (laughs) There's a shortage everywhere at this point, but this seems like something that could and should have been avoided. We'll see how long it takes to ramp this Defense Production Act act up, though. Um, And and I'm curious if there are any of you. I'm out of the I'm out of the age of needing baby formula. Caleb's now out of that age, not ourselves, but our kids. Um, 
Uh, I'm, I'm curious. Have you heard anecdotally anything locally, Caleb, from people with younger kids? Not not that I know of. Now, I do have a couple of friends that just had, just had babies here in the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to be interested to hear what, what their stories are like over yeah. the, the, the upcoming months. Yeah. We tried to, we, we picked up some uh, at a big box store recently, granddaughter coming in for 4th of July, and, uh, you know, just to have it here, mm-hmm. and pretty short. Was it? Yeah. But you were able to get some. We were able to okay. get some, so, and right. they're here for a short period of time. So. All right. Interesting. Number three. Californians already shelling out $6 or more for gas, hmm. and the rest of the U.S. looks to join them shortly. Projection from J.P. Morgan says the prices could surge another 37% by August. Oh, my god! To a national average of $6.20. There you go. Yeah, so much for my uh, my gamble when I filled up yesterday. I only put five <laughs> gallons in thinking by Monday it might be down again. If that, I mean, if J.P. Morgan knows what they're saying, then we get into fully and totally uncharted territory. Well, and, uh, than, and than we've ever been in. You know, week from Monday, Memorial Day. That's yeah, that's the, usually when it, that's I mean, when in, it kicks in off. In typical years, that always kind of is when things peak, right? Well, that's when the summer travel season really starts. Right, that, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. As we get into that and get into fully into summer, how many people are going to be changing a bunch of plans? Six twenty a gallon. I mean, you you can do the math pretty easily, but you got a I don't know what a twenty gallon tank. A big that'd be a big tank. Twenty gallon tank, but yeah, you're talking about I've got well a, over a well I've, over. I've got a twenty six gallon tank, and it takes premium. Oh my gosh! So we're talking maybe seven dollars times how many? What'd you say? It's a twenty six gallon. Seven times one hundred and fifty bucks. One hundred forty. Uh, 175. Yeah, you're getting close to 180. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Man, that's crazy. It's crazy. Hopefully somebody can... Somebody can do something uh, about this whole thing. That'd be good. That'd be good. I've got a couple of ideas, but I won't share them. Well... I mean, honestly, you've got to talk about domestic production. There's no doubt about it. You've got to talk about yeah. domestic production in the sh- in the short term. But how quickly can you do that? And you've got to talk about companies that are already existing, upping production. You know, have had pulled back a couple of years ago during COVID. Not surprisingly, but you've got to talk about that as well. But and it, it yeah, you're right. It takes a while to get those back up and in, into 100 percent of production. Are there conversations about? Opening new refineries because there's a lot of companies that are going to be cautious about doing that, knowing where where a lot of leadership wants to go with uh, green energy. And it's not easy to build, and refineries are not built in a short period of time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. None, none of that's going right. to impact the next two three months. And remember right. too that without pipelines, it's usually diesel locomotives, trucks that haul right the uh, the crude and the uh, finished product. That all is going to add to the cost. Yeah, fuel for, to move fuel. From just a philosophical policy perspective, I understand the desire to transition to renewable energy sources over the long term. I mean, I, it it makes sense. I absolutely get that. I don't think you need to be an environmental wacko to think that makes some sense. But that said, you've also got to be realistic about the you know the timeline the availability all of those things when you're kind of planning out for that situation as well and sometimes i don't know how well that's been done by the government by, this, so. by at least one 
party of the government. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Although I do, I, I, I do also think though there were decisions made um, during the Trump administration in terms of cutting back oil production that contributed to the. I, I think the gas thing itself is is complex all over the place, and I think there's a lot of fault to be thrown around with this whole thing. Um, but yeah, I think. Into, but I, yeah, you're right. My specific kind of critique of the, the the movement towards more renewable energy is not the idea of that. I think that makes sense, but, but it's in the meantime, pushing it, it, it it's it's pushing it along. It's trying to make the long term the short term, I, I guess. Yes. Perhaps. But that said, if it gets up to six whatever a dollar, people are going to start getting interested in electric cars more than they are. Yeah, There's no doubt about it. The, the, the price of electricity is going to go up too, you know, because of the fuel shortage. Right, but <laughs> yes, but I think it's going to be a less that is going to be a less impactful increase to the pocketbook than filling up your I'm just your saying, SUV. All I'm saying is electric vehicles aren't necessarily the uh, final um, uh, end all for a, a green energy because you still got to produce the electricity. Absolutely. And, oh, and, and the stuff that goes into making the batteries right. and the parts. But I plug a bazillion things in my house and I don't think about that. I, I, I'm just saying I think it'll probably. All I'm saying is that if it gets up, that number is real in August. I think you're going to have a lot more people seriously thinking about that that didn't think they would in 2022. Perhaps. Right. Maybe. Well, you know, my Rivian. Maybe I will have it by August. We'll see. I hope so. With You can come over. That just fr- means more fuel for me. I'll, I'll fry, some, <laughs> fry some eggs on it. I brought demand down myself. I fixed everything. Number two. Multiple high school championships up for grabs today. Track and field area schools are entitled con- uh, contention at Omaha Burke. While for baseball, both West and Waverly are among the final three teams in their classes. Championship games tonight. Did I write West? East and Waverly. Yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln East. And- I, that's East right. and Waverly. Yes, that's what you wrote, and that's what I didn't say. That's all right. All right. Uh, that's a, we We're won't good. take offense to it. Uh, you, I, I you, speak watched for the, you watched a lot of state track yesterday. I watched state track. It was fun. I've never watched it really before, but Caleb has talked about it so much. I was like, I'm, and I know a bunch of the kids in it. So yeah, I, I watched a lot of that, had fun with that. But it would be, uh, would love to see some of these these Lincoln teams after Gretna and Scott swept soccer. Would love to see Lincoln get his first baseball Class A championship since uh, 1977. Would love to see Waverly go through and take that B title out of nowhere. Complete that That'd run. be fantastic. And then a lot of a lot of great Lincoln track athletes and, and area track athletes yes. as well. Um, all over the place uh, competing today for, for championships. Very so. fun time. I got my here. Spartan shirt on today. And uh, state girls state tennis starts up today. There, there's a lot of... This is my, one of my favorite times of year. Like, yeah. I obviously... State football is a lot of fun. State basketball is a lot of fun. But you get to the end of the school year and it's just like all everything. of the chaos that you Boys have golf. over a two-week stretch of yeah. just championships. It's a lot of fun. Yep, yep. There you go. Number one. And the greatest show on earth making a comeback, but without the animal acts. And that's what caused the cancellation and the shutdown of Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey, five years ago. But now their talent teams have fanned out across the globe, and they're trying to recruit uh, about a thousand performers and have a fifty-city North American tour. Maybe get started next year. I don't know that I'll ever go to a circus again in my life, and I don't know that I'm that upset about that. I don't know. I guess they want to. One of the things my allergies were always up like crazy when those things were going on. <laughs> 
that was an issue. That you know, and then my, when I brought my kids to it, they always wanted those light up tchotchkes that cost twenty bucks. And did you ever go to the Shrine Circus? Uh, yeah, I, I went to the Shrine Circus once when it was held on the state fairgrounds. I remember, um, and then Pershing, I went to it. I think I went to it as well. I think took my my kids to it. So with my grandfather as a potentate, that was always a stop. Okay, always had to go to the Shrine Circus. Uh, there you go. There you go. I don't uh, know if I'll go to this one. Uh, uh, I don't know if I will either. You go to Cirque du Soleil. That's it's kind of yeah, like that's a, like the circus. Very yeah, similar. I've been to Cirque du Soleil, but way more expensive. <laughs> a little more graphic. <laughs> yeah, depending on what you get. No more elephant rides. Does this mean though? No. Oh. Chris Lofgren. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. All right, this this I could play this bump maybe. I might be a little bit before my graduation here. Uh, but for request line Friday tomorrow, you, we are asking you to uh, shout out your graduation year with so many high school graduations going on. Uh, pick a song from the year that you graduated. Maybe it's one you specifically associate it with graduation or just find one from the year that you like. Shout out the year. Shout out the high school that you graduated with. And we're going to have some fun hearing the variety of music that comes out of that. You can text it in now to the Rickstown Recognition text line. Get in early. We strongly recommend that at 402-479-1400. All right, Grow Lincoln, Greg Sharp coming up next hour, 8 o'clock, KLI and Lincoln. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Yeah. All right, 810, 71 degrees in the capital city, and oh, we welcome in the Grow Lincoln team. Uh, they're the experts when it comes to those businesses, restaurants, retail going up in the city, what's going in there, economic development, and more. Robin Eshelman of Eshelman Commercial Real Estate, Dave Albers of Albersco. Uh, Robin, good morning. Good morning. How are you morning. doing? Good to see you. Doing good. Dave, good morning. Good how, morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Uh, all right, let's jump into our uh, our topics today. Um, Robin, we're going to start with kind of the national landscape of, of restaurants post pandemic uh and and who's kind of come out of it looking good doing well and and maybe who hasn't quite as much what are the trends right now kind of nationally with that well food service results market research company has been exactly that tracking that um limited service restaurants that offer food on the go to Gen Zers who want to eat off-site, they are doing the best. That probably comes as no surprise to anybody. Um, KFC and Chick-fil-A are developing 
non-dining room drive-through concepts. So they oh. are they are following the, like, the lead in the example of scooters, scooters and Amigos. Yeah, and, right. yeah, yeah. They they've yeah. done those. Interesting. So then that makes you wonder. Okay, what about the full service sit-down kind of restaurants? How are they doing? Um, they do continue to struggle. Apparently, that has not. Now maybe in Lincoln, it's bounce back but nationwide no Mm. um and then they also took a look at what is trending burgers chicken and sandwiches are and they put it delicately maturing oh that's a bad thing well that's a nice way of saying slowing down a little bit okay um (laughs) but what's doing well is barbecue pokey greek wine bars alcohol and independently owned restaurants yeah, yeah. That's, people that's people surprising. developed a culture of supporting those mm-hmm. and that has continued yeah absolutely it, it's interesting to see you know and, and when you talk about the kind of the fast food places and gen z's we we had a uh, topic on our show on tuesday on our top five tuesday about the uh the five apps that you would if you could only keep five apps on your phone and i wondered how many of them would be Re- national restaurant slash retail apps. Uh, <laughs> just because I wonder who does it. But like Taco there are, Bell, there yeah. are a few places. Like I don't use a ton of them, but on the other hand, like Chipotle, that's the only way I order from them. Yeah, that's the only. I mean, it's it's just, and I, there are probably other ones I'm not using or not doing. But it's interesting how much that app integration has become important with some of these places. But do you, do you think that's because of the proximity of? the chipotle to your residence and the fact that there's a drive-through lane that you can just easily yeah. pick up so there's a dri- there's a drive-through lane where yeah. nobody is ordering it's just pickup you right. order you order that and you just zip you don't have to you know t- because it's sort of a that's an involved place to order yeah <laughs> to some degree it's kind of like you know going through well, the line you, at subway right. or or whatever and to be able to just do it on, on and then it's ready in five ten minutes yeah and and so that has become one. Some people said the McDonald's app is one that they use a lot. I've heard other people say Chick Fil A is one. Taco I don't, is I, really or Taco Bell is very like yeah, I don't know. You save your order if you, you know with the all thing, the customizations. But and, and and this is a dumb old man thing to say, but like I don't quite understand, and I should, could just get it and check it out. But I don't quite understand. I get how it works at like the Chipotle model when there's just one lane simply for online pickup, but. If I order with a place that has an existing drive-thru, am I really saving any time through that? Is there a different place for me to go? I don't even know. I'm not even sure how they operate. You're saving those. time for the guy behind you. I guess so. Yeah. I, I, I suppose multiply, so. But... Multiply that by several people that yeah. ordered ahead, you know. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of interesting. Well, or or you just get out of your car real quick and go inside and pick it up. I guess. But what's the convenience in the... I mean, we're doing this for convenience. That sounds less convenient than going through the... <laughs> well, yeah, through. but... I don't sometimes know. that's but faster, so, though. Some, from a <laughs> well, sometimes I do that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's true. Uh, all right, uh, local food news, Dave. What do we have? Kind of in my uh, in my range of of uh, eating here at Forty Fourth and O. Well, I saw a building permit uh, that came up for uh, Crumble Cookie at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That is at uh, the mall. At so, the, oh, at the mall. Yeah. Okay, isn't six thousand five on the south side of O Street? Six zero zero. Well, you know what? When it's I, an odd number. We're forty three forty three here. So yeah, so yeah. it would be. 
I, so I missed cross. I thought it was, uh, you know what? So are we I, talking about the car wash? From yeah. Talking about the car wash? Are we talking by the by the Panera? Are we talking about? Well, 56 and, and O would be. Well, this is this is 60, uh, oh, 05. I'm sorry. I, I did, when I looked Four at that, I east. thought I saw that it was the mall um, ownership group there. but uh, Maybe the address is wrong. Well, maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe I just, you know, I do these sometimes at, uh, you know. Oh, it's uh, that's in the that's the LPS sleep number Chipotle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Place. Okay, that makes sense. That's what that is. Okay. Whole Foods. Okay, just east to Cotton next Whole Foods. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's what that's what that one is. So there you go. All right, uh, let's see. Moving on. What else do we have today? Uh, another announcement here. Uh, uh, a purchase here. Uh, what do we have going on here, Robin? Last week, we announced that Merritt Concrete Fireplace and Stone at 827 South 26th Street had been open since 1894 and had been bought by Whitehead Oil. And yes. one of the one of the customers called Whitehead and said, well, so did you just buy the, the property or did you buy the business too? Mm-hmm. Like, are, is the business staying open or shutting down or what's going on? So they clarified with me that they are keeping the business open, oh, okay. that it hadn't had very reliable hours recently, but they're going to have set hours that are strictly observed. Um, they do fireplace stone for contractors and homeowners, and as an extra bonus to try to um, get customers, they're going to be doing delivery. All right, so it'll keep going, keep uh, just going. under different ownership. I said that's yeah. kind of different from mm-hmm. you know your core model of yeah. you know convenience stores, and but they're really excited about it. They've got staff dedicated to this store that's going to try to make it a thing. If I buy a fireplace, do I get ten cents off gas? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Think about it, Mark. So, Just so, saying. so it'll only be down to five ninety a gallon, <laughs> exactly. According to JP Morgan, <laughs> yeah. good time to diversify, I guess. Uh, all right, uh, medical, Robin. Uh, an announcement here on medical. Tell us about this. Oh, out at. Um Cornusker Highway, 104th Street, so up in far, far northeast Lincoln. Um, big expansion going on at GlaxoSmithKline, oh. the pharmaceutical company up there. Uh, $2.4 million. They're, <laughs> they're doing just remodeling and additions. They're adding on for human resources, office area, and mechanical space. So, yeah, big investment up right. there. Um, I guess now is the time, though, to be into pharmaceuticals. Boy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the success. So you can uh, note but, that every time you drive to Omaha on yeah. the way out of town. That business has been a long time uh, employer for yeah. the city of Lincoln. Oh, that's so been there. Yeah, it's different, na- different names. Different names, but I mean, that particular uh, structure and manufacturing facility has been there for was decades. Was that the. F- okay, I, the, I could be wrong Pfizer? about that. Yeah. Uh, was it. Was it. Was that Harris for a while, or was that. Am I getting mixed up here with this? Okay. I just remember, I remember it was a big thing in Her- the... Harris is Solarion now. Solarion, right. Yeah, okay. and, and, that's, and that's more testing patients. Well, that's, yeah. I, I just remember, I had, for some reason I always pictured people going out here, but I remember, I think my dad even did this once where they would have people come and stay 
um, and do a do a study, do a test yes. for like, that, that, stay a weekend. Yes. That, that would be that would I know, be Solarion slash yeah, the former Harris. That's, yes. what I'm, that's what I'm thinking of. But it was that seemed that was like kind of a big common thing for a while that oh, I remember from my mo- childhood. You could make money. They would go there and you had to you watch TV all weekend. And my yeah. mom wanted to raise some money for the family, so she was a test subject for Kaopectate. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't. Know. I just I, I remember a lot of college students uh, yes. doing that yeah right yeah, yeah. absolutely uh, all right and then uh, more medical uh dave and uh the hickman lincoln <laughs> connection continues to uh become closer and closer yeah well now open across from 84th street and uh, this is across from the Copple or marilyn moore high school at 8055 yankee woods drive lincoln uh excuse me middle school uh lincoln orthopedic man am i having a tough time today uh, bud i know i know it's all right you're all right you'll make it wow you want to wear caleb's medal it helped me (laughs) (laughs) lincoln orthopedic physical therapy office is going in there and by the way uh it's our understanding eighth location for them yeah, so, and, and, they've, and they've expanded too. There's been a there's yeah. been a merger there with with uh, with that, and yeah, that'll be. You're right that that that'll be really significant out there, and big facilities going out further and further south, whether it be the southeast or the, or the southwest. Um, I just man in in ten years that drive going down whether you pick it north 70th or or uh take north what 27th or or any of those it's i think it's just going to feel unbelievably different which is pretty obvious thing to say but with the with the south belt north why did i say north south south 27th or, or south 70th going all the way down toward the beltway um i think it'll feel less and less and less like the city is ending this right. is yeah. yeah. This is almost down there towards Lincoln Electric System. I mean, right. I, in my opinion, this is just one more small piece of evidence that Hickman is advancing and it's going to annex <laughs> us soon. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Northern Hickman, is yeah. where I live. North Hickman. <laughs> well, I, I, I've said this before on the show, but you drive out there and you see where that school is located, and it, it's sort of Standing just, Bear. Yeah, Standing Bear. The new yeah. the new high school is located. You're just like, wow, that really is. That really is south. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People that have seen that for the first time lately are like, oh wow, I'm like all right. the way down here. Having driven that a million times to go because at my had grandparents who lived in Firth and Hickman and Holland and, and that whole area. So I've driven there a million times and it always felt, you know, it used to feel like you got past, I don't know, Old Cheney and you were basically in the country. Like, like if you saw Campbell's nursery, right. it's like, we that was are the end. way, we that, are yeah. out of Lincoln. <laughs> that was know? the end or, or yeah, or you got past, yeah, like that 70th and, and Highway 2 area. And then it was, yeah, or even 17th and Old Cheney, like I said. Uh, all right, what do we, uh, we're preempt, you're preempted this weekend, right? Because of uh, baseball? Yes, but we encourage you to listen to one podcast in particular that we recorded last Saturday. Um, this was about uh, UNL. They have a nonprofit management program. And I know we're all thinking about Give to Lincoln Day. Mm-hmm. This is a certification program that directors of nonprofits can take or their boards of directors could, could take this certification process. I had never heard of it. Huh. 
There's someone in my family that'll be interested in I hearing think, about yeah, that. I think you should tell her about this. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Very nice. Well, good. All right, we'll check out that podcast, and then uh, when we uh, get done with baseball, we'll hear Rob and Dave noon on Saturday, so you can hear them every Thursday at 810. Shoot them a question if you're wondering that building going up in your neighborhood is at Grow Lincoln on Twitter or Facebook. Rob and Dave, thanks so much. Thanks Talk for to you again uh, next you. week, all right? 823, we've got Sports with Caleb coming up next on KLIN. Stillionaire and win $5,000 from KLIN at the Still Fine Wines and Spirits Superstore by signing up at KLIN.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right. It's time to talk Huskers with the voice of the Big Red, Mr. Greg Sharp. Greg, good morning. How are you doing today? Jack, I'm great. Sun's out. It's gonna be a nice, warm day. Let's go. Yeah, you're, you're, you're. Well, I was gonna say your days of covering baseball during bad weather are behind you, but then I remembered Sunday happened. <laughs> and then uh, that okay. You, I'm sure you've covered a lot of games with weather delays and things like that over the years. But uh, how unprecedented was going through the day Sunday and just wondering what was going to happen? Ooh, it was rough, and I, I think it was. I think there were some poor decisions made. I mean, you're supposed to keep the, you know, the health and well-being of the student athletes in mind. And I, I'm not sure that was the best way to do that whole thing. And, you know, you have weather delays. I get that. The first one was 95 minutes long, but well, when the second one stretches out three hours after the kids had already played eight innings of the game and had been there for eight or nine hours, seemed a little ridiculous to me, but that's, that's behind us. Can't do anything about it yeah. now. And it, it lays ahead for, for the Huskers, it's remarkable, Jack. If you'd have told me two weeks ago Nebraska would have lost both the Minnesota and Illinois series, I would have said, well, then they're definitely done. And here they're not. I mean, no. they've got three games to go, and they have a shot to still keep this thing going next week. Um, yeah, so I was uh, I John Bishop on the show yesterday, and he had run some of the numbers. I'm sure you, you've seen them too. But if, if they you know can manage a sweep this week, you would almost – I mean, they need one of like four other scenarios to happen – but you would almost say, I probably should knock on wood when I say this, but you would almost say it's almost more likely than not if they would they would get in, if they could get a sweep this week. Do you look at it that way? Yeah, it is. I mean, if they sweep, I think that they're they're going to be playing next week in Omaha. If they lose one, they need some things. They need some help around the league. But, you know, I think Will Bolt would take that at this stage. Uh, yeah. What the last month has been like. I mean, they've not they've not won a league series since they swept Ohio State in that first weekend of April. God. And so to do that and still have a crack at this thing is remarkable. Remarkable. And you hope they're playing at home. And if I'm figuring this right, if they win tomorrow tonight, mm-hmm. that would eliminate Michigan State. And that you would think would zap a lot of their motivation. Ah. fighting hard the next two days. That's interesting, yeah. And and a reminder, yeah, for people listening right now, different weekend schedule. It's a it's a Thursday night game. It's a game tonight you can hear on KLIN with Greg. Pre-game at 6, game starting at 6.30 instead of Sports Nightly, and it'll go through Saturday. And we'll have some tickets to give away for that Saturday game here in just a little bit. I, I'm, I'm curious, Greg, 
Where have you seen, I, I, I don't know, and maybe, you know, the record doesn't indicate there's there's a ton of it, but where have you seen this this team progress from the beginning of the year to where we are now here in the middle of May? Well, I think Jeff Christie's done a really good job with the pitching staff with all the challenges that he's had to overcome, the injuries, the dismissals to two guys on his staff. And, you know, for the most part, I think they've done a pretty good job competing on the mound and, and kind of piecing it together to give themselves shots. Uh, offensively, the the ups and downs have been baffling. I, I thought this team would maybe start slow offensively but get to be a pretty good offense by the end of the year. And it's just been hit and miss. They were really good against Oral Roberts Tuesday night. One of the games at Illinois, they hit the ball really well. And they started the game on Sunday in pretty good shape. And then the rain delay came, and it kind of reverted them back to where they, they couldn't get the ball in play. So that, that's been maybe the biggest disappointment is, is that. But I, I really think on the pitching side, and we're going to see a different starter tonight than what we've seen to open series is with Jackson Brockett getting the ball tonight. And it, it does make sense. We're working on a short week. He only threw two two innings on Sunday before the first rain delay came, so he didn't throw that many pitches. So we'll see how you, you throw a freshman out there in a pressure-packed opener of a series. We'll see how he does tonight. Yeah, you, you alluded to the offense. I think we talked about this like two or three weeks ago where it seems like in any three-game series, there's one game where the offense completely explodes, right? And then it's it's sort of a different animal in, in the other two games, and I think that's still kind of been consistent, which is kind of confounding, I'm sure, as a coach. Yeah, you look at the t- the eight league wins they have, none of them have really been that close. When they've won, they've won handily. Yeah. They just haven't been able to win close games. I think they're five and twelve in one run games and not much and they're they're about the same in two run games. And those are the difference makers if you have a very good year or not. And they just have not been very good in close games and hope so hopefully uh we got three wipeouts coming up here tonight <laughs> yeah. tomorrow and saturday saved them up and and you know and, and that's one of the things about this this team if if they had you know taken care of business in, in minneapolis comes to mind first but you, taking care of business the teams on paper that they they should be beating even even given the context of where this season has gone they'd be in good shape they find themselves in that same position with michigan state this coming weekend uh you you mentioned michigan state still has a a, a threat of hope here for getting into the tournament, but what kind of a what kind of a team is Michigan State? What's the matchup like this weekend? They've been okay with, with offensively. They they run a lot. They'll steal bases. They don't have a ton of power in their lineup. Uh, and, but their their struggles have been defensively and pitching. The, those have been two areas that they've come up short in, and that sounds pretty good to me. I mean, I'll, I'll go into a weekend with a staff that struggles because I think Nebraska gains a little confidence playing at home, and, and also a team that. Uh, that will boot it around a little bit certainly seems to help Nebraska out uh, going forward in this thing. So I, you know, I like the matchup from Nebraska standpoint. I, I like the Tuesday night against Oral Roberts. It was a pretty solid performance. You hope that carries over to tonight. And I, I got to think that the motivation and the carrot there for the team is that, boy, as bad as the last couple weeks have been, we still have a real shot to get to Omaha. And who knows? We get up there and get big Husker fan crowds into the stands in Omaha. It could get pretty interesting next week. So I, I'll be shocked if it's not a pretty motivated group stepping on the field tonight. Yeah, it'd be great if they, if they could still. But how how important is that? Just kind of for a program, and just kind of how you put a a bow tie at the end of this season to to extend that season into Omaha and at least play some games there. Absolutely, it's huge. I mean, I, I think some people on Sunday I was getting communications from people like, well, there's no way that they're going to play Tuesday night. That game doesn't mean anything. It's a non conference game. They're going to be tired. 
No, Will Bolt's like, no, I'm trying to build toughness. I'm trying to build a culture of that. We'll stand up to any fight we need. And so if we have a chance to go play and it's on the schedule, we're going to go play that game. And I, I like what they brought to it. So I think it's big for the program that wants to establish itself as a winner. And when the, when the backs are against the wall, can they fight their way off of it and, and, and carry on? So I think he, this is a big challenge he's thrown out in front of the team. To, Let's go get this thing done. Let's keep playing. Let's don't turn in the spikes Saturday afternoon when we're done with that game with Sparty. Let's let's uh, keep this season going for another week. Right. And, and, of course, you know, we got a chance for a big home series, and the Saturday forecast is 56 and cloudy. Now, that's, that's a, it's a far stretch from where you were earlier in the season, to be honest. That's still probably cargo shorts weather, but uh, I, w- I was hoping for those sunny 72. Every, 91 today, and tonight's game will be nice. 70 on Friday, and then, and then uh, it's going to feel like April baseball again on Saturday. But, no, again, happy they're playing. Happy it's not raining, hopefully. With this Good whole thing, thing, the pools don't open this week. Yeah, right? I know, but I know. We got more. Got to wait a little bit further from that. Uh, I'd like to get kind of your thoughts on uh, Nebraska softball. Um, I guess, I guess first off, well, well, first off, let's let's just talk about the Big Ten championship, that tournament, the way that it went. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's so odd. It's almost like last weekend in a way was sort of the microcosm of how women's sports have gone this year versus how men's sports have have gone this year, and that softball team was in a tough position in every single game that they played. Every single game was tight. They had to do something down the stretch to make it happen, and they did every single time. Um, what did uh, what did you make of how that Big Ten tournament went for Nebraska softball? So proud of, of them, and how the heck did Ronda Ravel not get named the league's coach of the year? I mean, they give it to the Northwestern coach. Right. They were supposed to win the league. Okay, yeah. they did what they were supposed to. Nobody thought Nebraska would be in the upper echelon of the league and then come in there and win the league tournament. I know the awards came out before the tournament, but she's just done an amazing job with that. And she's what's really happened to that team is just nice strides with their pitching. Olivia Farrell's been a longtime pitcher in that program and has not had the kind of year she's had this year. It's her senior year, and she just raised the level of her game, and she's been fantastic. And Courtney Wallace, after kind of a bumpy April in the circle, has done a much better job of kind of finding herself. And so that's where it started, and that's what won them the tournament was their great pitching. Yeah. Uh, inning after inning against Ohio State and against Michigan in the championship game. And, you know, they got some timely hitting, but they kind of relied a lot of the years just on, on the long ball and out slugging teams. So over the, that tournament run, it was on the mound, and that's encouraging for them as they go to Stillwater. It's a big challenge. Uh, Oklahoma State's a top eight national seed, but they'll have a chance down there. I think they'll make some noise. It'll be a fun weekend to follow them down there. I know there's chances some uh, get this Oklahoma thunderstorms, which that happens all the time. So yeah. they may have to dodge raindrops down there. But oh, I, I can't wait for the games to start. Yeah, I can't either. And by the way, that that uh, first game will be uh, Friday night at five o'clock, and then we'll see what happens in terms of where they go from Saturday. And I'll just I'll add this: we had uh, one of the the parents of the player, Abby Squire's father, so a listener to our show, longtime listener, and he he called in on Monday just to kind of talk about the team, the culture, the experience in the Big Ten tournament, and um, at least from his perspective, the the positivity around that program especially frankly given greg you know what was happening a few years ago with that program right now is is kind of something to behold when when you hear him as a parent talk about what his his child has has gone through and enjoyed this year yeah i think they've had a really good dynamic all season long and you don't get that every year you roll your teams over every year and you just don't know how it's going to 
change the dynamic. And I think baseball's kind of battled through that this year because they, they lost some guys that were mm-hmm. really tough as nails like Jackson Hallmark yeah. who kind of let teams fight their way through. But softball kind of found that little magic formula this year. And when it happens in team sports, it can be really special to follow. And that's why I, you know, I know that the odds makers won't give them a huge chance to win that regional, but I'll, I'll give them a good a good shot because I think that they're playing well, they're playing together, and I think they're going to go in there and fight hard. Yeah, what do you what do you think about the region? I know when we talked last week, we talked about avoiding Oklahoma. Well, the University of Oklahoma, they're not, uh, and and they did avoid the University of Oklahoma. They end up getting uh, Oklahoma State in this thing in a first round matchup with uh, North Texas. Um, good draw for for them, given everything considered. Oh, you know, I was kind of hoping for Columbia. Missouri got to host, and they're like the 15 seed. I was really kind of hoping that's maybe where the destination would be. Uh, but, yeah, avoiding OU was the key. Oklahoma State's still really good. But I think if you go by the RPI, it probably wasn't too far off. Selfishly, I was hoping for old Mizzou because I think that would have been a definite winnable region. Not that yeah. this isn't, but I think they really might even been the favorites going to Missouri to play that. But. You know, it is what it is. You got to go and line up and play. And, you know, like baseball last year when I went to Arkansas, you yeah. just got to, you can't pout. You got to go down there and just try to fight your, your tails off and see what happens. No, and it's, you know, boy, it's, it's too bad because you see Northwestern's hosting a regional and, and they won the regular season of the conference, but their resume does not, from, from what I can tell, their resume does not look like night and day different than, than Nebraska's. And it, it just makes you think, man, so close to, to hosting a regional there would be so fun. I, baseball, softball regional, got to get one of those back here sometime, Greg. It's so fun and it's been too long. And yeah, and I, and I think I think it's not too far in the near and distant future. I think both programs are in good shape. I think Nebraska softball is going to have a good chunk of that team back next year, and I think they'll be really competitive moving forward. So, yeah, I think it's it's around the bend. Really good year. So happy for for Coach Ravel. She's one of my favorites on the staff. Uh, last time Nebraska baseball hosted a regional, Bishop and I parked a RV out there and we lived in it for the for the weekend. I've committed if uh, if the uh, powers that be will allow me to do it. Next time we get a baseball regional in Lincoln, uh, we're going to get the KLIN RV out there again, hopefully. So, do you, do you remember who was in that regional with Nebraska? Oh, was it oh, man? Test like Eastern Michigan was that one it of was, them? It was Albany? Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois was it Albany? Or- Oral no? Roberts. Or, oh, it was Oral Roberts. Okay. It was just here the other night playing okay. the Huskers. That's the first time they'd been back to Lincoln since that 08 regional. That's it. Yeah, that was a that was a long time ago. Yeah, we hung out. It was so long ago that my uh, my son, who's about to finish his junior year of high school, he was a little uh, the four-year-old playing wiffle ball with everybody out in the, <laughs> the parking lot out there. So that's how long ago we're talking with that whole thing. Hey, I, I wanted to ask you, too, before you left, I know there was news out of the NCAA yesterday that they're kind of changing yeah. the allocation of scholarships where if I understand it, as Caleb explained it to me, uh, it, it essentially puts like the annual gets rid of the annual limits and you're only subject to the total entire roster limit for football. What do you think the impact is going to be on this for a, a place like Nebraska? Yeah, there were two two big things yesterday. That was one of them. And I think the transfer portal has really uh, created a, a buzz around the country and, and left some programs in the lurch because some programs have mass exoduses after seasons. And so some teams are going, wait a minute, if we sign 25, we're not back to our full 85. Right. You can't replace you everyone, essentially, is correct. what that meant for a year. Okay. And this was a two-year it's a two-year trial balloon, so it's not forever. It's not in, in for the for – the, but it's for the next 40, 24 months that teams can sign – 
and get it back to the 85 limit. It's not going to really impact Nebraska that much. I don't think Nebraska has ever been in that big of a bind. The other big ruling yesterday was the waiving of having to have divisions yeah. in football to, to determine your conference championship. The Pac-12 immediately says, boom, we're done with divisions. Starting this fall, we're going to the top two teams are going to play for our title. The Big Ten's ADs are meeting right now in Chicago and I know they're talking about it. I don't know if they'll wave the wand and get rid of the division this fall or not, but I think it's coming. Oh, you so do think Ten it's coming? That. I guess I always assume the Big Ten is always the last to, to do these kinds of things. So I, I was skeptical that it would happen. But you think it's on the table? Yeah, I definitely do. I think the momentum in the league is to get rid of divisions and, and go to this kind of thing where you play three teams every year, kind of saving some rivalries. And so for Nebraska, I think the obvious picks would be Iowa Minnesota and Wisconsin to be their three permanent teams, and then you rotate through the rest of the league as you move through. So I definitely think that's coming. It's all part of this whole conversation about their new TV rights deal, which they're trying to button up as well. So I think now that they got to go ahead to do that, they can lay out their master plan and go. So I think you're going to see a lot of news popping in this realm here in the next 10 days. Interesting. Jack, you should listen to your sports director more. Why? You said he, it was going to happen, and yeah, I didn't he, believe he, you. He just said well, everything that, I've told you. Now that Greg said it, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You did. Credit where credit is due. You, you said. I don't know. I just. I. For, it's probably stereotyping, but I always kind of feel like the conference is always dragging its feet out of these things in these things that they've been they've been doing for a long time. But it 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 certainly would be would be interesting. Hey, uh, we gonna get some news maybe on like game times here, including yeah. Ireland in the like soon. Is it? I'm yeah. seeing stuff pop up from other games so i was wondering I, yeah. I would guess you'll know the first month schedule by the end of this month the game times for those first four weeks maybe even the black friday game with iowa may get announced by the end of may as well so things are starting to pop even though we're still i think today i think we're 100 days out from the ireland game but yeah we'll get some game times and hey the kicker arrived the kicker hey. here the right. Furman kicker is now in town nebraska's got a place kicker yes Yay! Very happy to hear that. Let's let's keep him in bubble wrap uh, during the course of this summer. Uh, Greg, uh, looking forward to listening to you tonight with the baseball calls and throughout the course of the early weekend, and uh, hopefully after that as well into next week. That'd be great if we were doing that as well. Uh, good to no talk. Doubt. Yeah, G- good to talk to you. We'll, we'll check in next week, hopefully during the Big Ten tournament. All right. Thanks, Jack. There you go, Greg Sharp, voice of the Big Red, host of Sports Nightly. Saving five. Wrap up the show after this on KLIN. Before you hit that drive time, stay alert with Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, I promised you you tickets, baseball tickets. We'll do a text contest here. I'm going to take, uh, just text GBR to the Rickstown Recognition text line at 402-479-1400. I'll take the 10th texture. This is for Saturday's game. Sa- that's a day game, Caleb? Yeah. That's a day, day game plus $25 alumni hall gift card. You need to pick them up at our studios today or tomorrow, though. So uh, texture 10 if you can get to 44th and 0 and pick these up and go to the game on Saturday. They are yours. Text GBR, 402-479-1400. Request line Friday, your graduation year song tomorrow. Text them in now. KLIN. KLIN. <laughs>